Check one, two, three. <laughs> it's Mel um, over there and Monty here. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hope, hope you're well. Um, hey, if you are new to our podcast, thanks for listening in. Um, and we realize that sometimes we tell a lot of in jokes and then we're like, oh, hold on. If you're new to the podcast, it's going to slip over your head and you might not want to join us again. So we apologize. Anyway, um, we will do our bit. I mean, let's be honest. We don't even know what in or out and out jokes now, do we? No, but that's all right. You'll catch on. You'll catch on quick. You'll catch on. Anyway, thank you. And also to our patrons, thank you so much for um, joining up over at patreon.com forward slash show and tell. So Mel's husband, Mark, as most of you know, is going through treatment for cancer. Mel, I find it, I always, when people ask me what kind of cancer it is, I always struggle to remember the name. No, it's it's a weird one. It's um, it's called nasopharyngeal cancer. So it's like... Mm-hmm. Um, if you were sort of to cut your face in half, I guess, or cut down the middle of your your head, it sort of sits behind his nose, sort of in that mm. in that cavity behind the nose and at the top of the throat almost. Is it quite a random cancer? No, I don't know, but I, I'm pretty sure I told you this, but they had said when he was diagnosed, they said there's two ways you can have it. One is lifestyle factors. So like if you're a smoker, you're at a higher risk and Mark was a pretty decent smoker. He gave up years and years ago, but he smoked a lot. Um, And the other way was if you had Epstein-Barr virus, which I think is glandular fever. Glandular fever, fever. yeah. Right. But um, Mark said, no, I've never had it. And the oncologist had said, yes, but you could have had it as a toddler, like two or three years old, and it would have just presented as a cold Mm. and you wouldn't have known. And it lays dormant in there and then something triggers and anyway, he got it because of that virus. So he had yeah, had right. it when he was a kid and no yeah. one knew. You don't no. so many people who get glandular fever don't know. Sorry, no. I've got a cold, so I sound terrible. But I I um had it when I was in um like doing my radio apprenticeship. I got glandular fever. This was what, fifteen years ago, fourteen years ago, and didn't know. And it's only I only knew because I literally was so exhausted that I got a blood test and they're like, You've had it. So that's and and so then when you get stressed, which I hated it, I was so stressed just because I was so homesick that it flared up, and then I haven't been able to get rid of chronic fatigue since. Still got it fourteen years later. Anyway, so that's very nasty. That virus, like it's responsible for a lot of health. For a lot, a lot of things. Yeah, you think oh, just glandular fever, but it actually really can cripple a lot of people. So yeah. last week, because we do try and podcast every week, but Mel, um, it was a tough week last week. Mark had finished yeah. his treatment, and the following two weeks were going to be brutal. So last week was pretty brutal for you guys. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, everybody. But um, yeah, last week. Oh, no, the I last think there were more weeks, important things than podcasts. I know, I know. But the last two weeks were hell. Like he couldn't talk, he couldn't sw- even swallow his spit because oh. the radiation, the radiotherapy, he, like his neck was all burnt, like he was in a fire. Like it was just we had to dress it three times a day and put all this stuff on it and because the radiotherapy goes from works from the inside out 
so like all his mouth and his throat was all ulcerated and burnt and it was it so was, what you were seeing on the outside would have been nothing compared to what was on the inside oh, really and and plus it dries out your salivary glands so all his saliva yeah, so when you was say like he couldn't swallow like so would he have to spit out every time like if you think every time you swallow he couldn't swallow what would he do but this is the thing his body like his salivary glands were all burnt too so he's not really producing much saliva. So what he's producing at the moment, this is so gross, but it's thick, thick, ropey mucus. So it's not oh, like, and so it's not like how we have to swallow all the time. It's just mm. he gets this buildup of stuff and he has to just spit it out like it's, oh, mate, you know what? Can I just say for people out there who are carers full time yeah. for chronically yeah. sick people, hats off to you. Because it's yeah, it's hard. It's hard, and you wouldn't do it any other way. And you, you know, of course, you support the person you love and everything. But geez, it's pretty full on. Yeah, that's what you have been, isn't it? I haven't really yeah. thought about it. Like I know what you're going. You know, I chat to you and stuff, but I haven't really thought you're actually his carer. Mm. Plus two kids, you know, like running the house, everything. It's full on, Mel. Mm. Anyway, I, you're just having teeny tiny little wins every day and they're so minute. Yeah. But you, whenever we, Stacey and I message you and I'm like, how's today? You're like, well, we had this little win. And I just, like the mm. fact that you're focusing on that is, oh, it gives me chills, makes me emotional because yeah. they're so tiny but you're just gripping onto those little things, you know, like, mm. oh, he's spoken a bit more today or something like yeah. that. You're doing yeah. amazing. Oh, thanks. Um, anywho, on to um, <laughs> more important business of on the to day. More important business <laughs> of the day. Um, we were saying Benefar back together. <sighs> See, this fucking excites me more than anything, Mel. What is with you? You like it turns you off. I, I there's something about there's something about Ben Affleck that I really used to like Ben Affleck. There's something yeah, about him. him now that really makes me cringe. Ever since I saw, remember he was on that Raya. There's a, it's like. Um, oh, the app where he sent it to the girls. Yes. The, like, so the celebrity app. Ever since I, see, I, I saw that. I thought it was hot. Let's find, I want to find it. I was I, like, oh, his voice to me was so divine. He just can't get his shit together. No, he's just a man child, but I just am quite into him. Okay, so Raya is the. Is that like a, a um, celebrity a dating Tinder, site? Sort of. A celebrity yeah. Tinder, yeah. And so you, you obviously have to have some form of, I don't know. I don't even know because the thing is the message that he sent, uh, that Ben Affleck sent this message to this girl, she's not famous. So how is she on there? Is she a model no. or something? Well, I think it's somehow famous. So you don't have to be a massive celebrity. But so because we podcast, you reckon we could get on it? Oh, yeah, <laughs> Especially with our hotness, for sure. <laughs> you know what? Our Olympia Valance, um, who's the actor, she met her Essendon footballer or footballer boyfriend on one of those sites. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway, so uh, so this chick, if you don't know this story, it's a bit old, but she didn't believe that it was Ben Affleck, so he sent this girl the message of a video of him. This is it. Naveen, why did you unmatch me? It's me. Oh, see, I find that it's me why'd you unmatch me i find his voice hot i find it so I, i'm like 
I don't know. It sounds like he's pleading with her. Like, how could you possibly have unmatched with me? I'm Ben Affleck. No, no, no. See, this is how people just, they interpret things so differently. See, I was like, Mm. he's having fun going, it's me. Why would you unmatch me? He's having a good time. Where you're like, he's like, it's me. Why would you unmatch me? Isn't it amazing how the one thing can be interpreted so differently? I know. It's so funny. I mean, the only thing I will say about them too is they would be having the hottest sex ever. Can you imagine? Mate, Jennifer Lopez is getting better with age. She is so phenomenal. She is unbelievable. I just love her so very much and her skin's so smooth. But then I hope he's because he he blows in and out in weight-wise. And when he's puffy and you know he's not doing good, mm-hmm. you know, he's on the booze and he's going through, yeah. you know, the dry in and out burger. <laughs> so I hope that he's in good nick because if he gets to touch that body, she gets to touch a decent body too. It's not fair yeah. if she's got bloated Ben. She'd be getting him in the gym for sure. Can you imagine? Come on, honey, it's 5 a.m. Let's go work out together. Uh. See, I think they're hot together. What's it? There's an actual term for it where people go back to their, like it's like retro relationship or something like that oh. where you go back to an old love. And it happened, I think, a lot in COVID times. That's not mm. the term. I know if you know it, you're screaming at it, right? Screaming it to me right now. But it's because people couldn't meet new people in COVID. They would go back mm. to the ones that they knew. And like re spark that relationship. Especially if it was especially if it was a good route. You'd be like, Oh yeah, all right, get back on that pony. Especially if it was a good route. <laughs> Look, if you knew you were so western suburbs <laughs> Melbourne right there. Nah. Yeah. Retro route. Fucking yeah, he was good. Out of the nightclub. Well well Betty was holding me bag, I was having a dance, went up to him. <laughs> We shared a durry on the dance floor. It was a fucking good route, that one. Retro route. <laughs> retro route. Yeah, hashtag, hashtag retro route. If you've rooted hashtag from retro me. route. Who are you retro rooting at the moment? In all honesty, though, root is a terrible word. Isn't it? What does oh, it even mean? Like who came up with the word root? I'm going to root it. Did you root him? Yeah, I root oh, him. Yeah. Like who came up with that word? Because what is a know. root is like, you know, the root of a plant. I guess because it's embedded in something sort of maybe, you know. Like. Do you think that maybe it's because if you have a, if you plant a root, something can grow. So if you have a root, a baby can grow. Maybe it's yeah. quite romantic. Hmm, maybe. Oh, romance. Hey, Sammy, Sammy, you big dog. Get in bed, it's time to root. <laughs> <laughs> What's a worse? Shag. I don't mind shag. Nah. Oh, that doesn't sound, that's not as jarring as root. Shag. Bone. Did you bone him? Hey, oh, see, hey, bone hey, sounds hey. softer than root to oh, me. Oh, had a bone. Did you bone him? No, root and bone are the same. You know what I've never understood? You know when people say, oh, um, did you get a leg over? I'm yeah. Like, I don't understand that. Did you get oh, a yeah, leg over? Of course, over? because you've got a pop your leg over somebody that's that is so straightforward Mel what do I you mean what sort of sex are you having you have to well, get your one, leg over what, somebody you get, yeah, yeah open well, your legs yeah you well, do yeah. but somebody else might have to like he's gonna ha- have to spread someone's gonna have to spread and pop a leg over at some point that I think that's very straightforward to get mm. a leg over the horizontal dance. Did you? Oh. Hello. How was your night out, girls? Who horizontal danced? 
Well, do you know what? This is this is just going to um, go into a massive recommendation I've got. But I was thinking the other day about if I was single now and if I had met somebody, so like I've never had a one-night stand or anything, but like if I had – if I met someone now, the idea of having a one-night stand and going home with somebody mm. that I didn't know, like I would be so paranoid that they would hurt me, like that it oh, would end really? up being a serial killer or someone that I'd be Are going home serious? with. See, I oh, See, I would be excited because you could be anyone you wanted. Do you know what I mean? Like if you were to have it, because it's so far from our reality, to go, yeah, go to a bar, meet someone, have a drink, have a flirt, and then go back. You could just be anything you wanted for that one night. Oh, see, I'd be, I, I would see the whole thing playing out. They'd get me there, then they'd tie me up, and they'd start like torturing me. I'd, I'd see it all. That, wow! That is what wow. Would me. Okay. Uh, I recently watched. It came out sort of at the end of last year, I think. Promising young woman. If Promising you young have- woman. Anyone That's what you just told me to do it before we were yep. recording, Promising Young Woman. So it's a movie, but it's on Foxtel. Who's got Foxtel? These I've days. got Foxtel. I've got Foxtel. Um, yeah, it is incredible. It's made by Margot Robbie's production company. Ah. Yeah. And it's just about, um, just very quickly, a woman uh, who's, oh, am I spoiling anything? Don't Maybe spoil I, it. No, I won't spoil anything. But you, you'll know this if you watch the trailer. It's basically a woman who pretends to be drunk when she's out and it shows like <gasps> how men take advantage of her. I've heard about this. It is. And then she ends up killing the men. It's, well. Does she? No, that's in the trailer. I'm not going to say anything. giving it away. I'm not going to say anything. But, oh, but um, I haven't seen it and I've seen, I think I've seen the trailer. And, yeah, she just pretends and then she gets them like, yeah, she does something when they're about to abuse her. Yeah, I can't. Oh, okay, I'm definitely going to watch that. I could not. I don't remember the last time I watched a movie, and I could not stop thinking. I could not stop thinking about oh. it for days afterwards. Days. Right. Yeah. Okay. I love that. I love when yeah. it was like Mayor of Easttown. I loved that oh. so much. I was sad when it finished. I was so, so sad good. when it's finished. Also, because it was one of the few shows Sam and I can sit down and actually watch. Because sometimes we'll get into something and then he'll be like, I'm out. And I'll be like, I don't want to do the rest on my own. So I will we'll stop. But that yeah. was like, we were both like, yes, a new epi's out. We were so impatient with it dropping weekly, though, because I just wanted to binge it all at once. But we would be like, yes, Monday night, we've got an epi to watch. Uh, well, I didn't watch it till the end. So I've <sighs> binged them all. Oh, oh, brilliant. God. How amazing is Kate Winslet? I just think she's Incredible. fantastic. She's Love her. A, oh, just some of those scenes, some of those scenes of her crying, it's like it's it, – she gives that feeling like she – like you wouldn't even question whether she's that character or not. Like she, it's like she becomes Oh, she became person. her totally. But how's like – and just all the food and everything they were eating, just oh. like, you know, just – just a bit of a nothing town in somewhere in, in America and you just felt the depression of the town. Just getting, I know. You know, sipping on the beers and eating the chips and, oh, the coldness. I know. Guy Pierce has no aged well. Sam was like, I think he has. I'm like, mate, that's not good. That's See, not good I to thought See, I thought he'd aged okay. Mm-mm, no, no. I did not want to bone that. Really? Oh no! I wouldn't, you, I wouldn't, really? Nah. I, w- I look. I probably wouldn't go there. Although, would you want to root him if you're at a bar and no. you saw Guy Pierce? Would you go? I'm going to root him. 
fucking piercy. No, but I pussy. reckon I reckon he oh god, and I'm western suburbs. No. Sorry. <laughs> felt, felt dirty saying that. You know my mum used to call it a pussy. Yes. Vagina when we were younger. And I'd be like holding it, my um vagina. So you know when you're younger and you get sore vaginas? Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Russell Love Muscle, if you're listening, one of our only male listeners, um, you would know what it's like to have a sore vagina, I'm sure, Russ. Anyway, you're holding it. <laughs> And mum um, would be like, you got a sore pussy, Daryl? I'd be like, yeah, my pussy's sore. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We got her on when I did drive radio on Nova with Ryan and Whipper. We got her on to say pussy on air. Oh, my God. I bet she would have said it in a way that it did sound she sweet. Sound, and not- it did. It didn't sound bad at all. She was like, pussy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Speaking mm. of bits and pieces, my kid's doing, um, my son's doing sex ed at school. Is he? What grade? Five. Yeah, right. Well, that's quite good. I think that's good. They're doing it that early. Yeah, I don't remember doing it until high school. No, neither. We didn't really even do it in, I remember we did it once in high school and it was like, this is pathetic. Hopefully they're right into it now because it's around his age that they're seeing porn for the first time. I can't even. You know, they've got to, they've got to do it differently now. Yeah, well, um, because here in Melbourne, Monster's in Byron, but um, in Melbourne we just came out of like a two-week lockdown. And so they had to watch this YouTube video at home and he's like, oh, do you want to watch it with me? I said, yeah, all right. Do you know how cringy I felt? And I pride myself on being quite open with my kids. Like there was only one thing that was surprising to him in that whole video. and they call him. Nocturnal emissions. What's a nocturnal these, emission? Oh, that's what they call a wet dream. So it was kids like asking questions, and one of them, he's like, "Sometimes I wake up and my pants are all sticky and wet. What's all that about?" And I'm like, "Oh no!" And he looks at me wide-eyed, like, "What is that?" Oh, you'll find Just, out in a, at least a, a month away. I reckon he's a what, month away from that happening. Watch the video, buddy. Watch the video oh. and I'll explain it. Oh, it's so cringy. Wet dream. Yeah, you should send me that actually. I should start. I should watch yeah, that. Yeah, I will. Um, I will. Yeah, it's a bit scary though. They need to know about it. They also need to, also everybody, Yumi Steins, who I do the 3pm pick up with, um, has written a book on consent and yeah. it's a, it's like a manual. So I said, she said to me, just put it by your toilet. So when you're in the toilet, instead of taking your phone in there, just pick up this and read a page or two. And every, and she did it with Dolly Doctor, who, mm. um, you know, used to write, well, everyone knows Dolly Doctor. Mm. So she, um, they co-wrote it and it's around consent. And it's brilliant because it's not just talking about sexual consent. It's just different ways that you don't realise that you just kind of answer for your kids or you you know, you'd you force something on them that is they're not giving you consent. And then so mm. it's just different ways of teaching them consent. So then when it comes to sexual stuff, they on both sides know, okay, well, they're not, that person's not consenting or also are you consenting or not? Because it's That's- such, and also for our kids now going out there or for anyone out there, you know, it's a minefield when it mm. comes to shit. Do I have to say, um, are you okay with this? Like, you, you yeah. do have to – it's just a different ball game now, which, you know, is obviously for better, but mm. it, it's called Welcome to Consent and I highly recommend everybody get it. If you've got young kids, um, make sure you get it because you can read it and they can also read it. 
that's a really great tip, leaving it in the bathroom, like in the toilet. Yeah. That is incredible. It's not a book that I would sit and go, okay, I'm hopping into bed now, I'm going to have a read of this. But it's Mm. because it is in little bite-sized bits. Well, you you know, you're having a dump or you're having a root, you can just sit in there and <laughs> Do you know what? in the bathroom. No. Nah. Not very adventurous. I used to be, but I'm not very adventurous like that. I just don't see why you would want to have a route where somebody defecates. Like the passion you must be feeling to go, let's go into this toilet at Star Bar and have a route is so disgusting oh, to me. No, hang on. No, I never I, I've never done it. No, I've never done it in a toilet. No. Nah. Oh, no. But you know what? Do you remember? I was just thinking when we were talking about reading on the toilet. Remember before mobile phones were a thing when we were kids, you would just sit on the toilet and read. Like I remember my mum always had the Domestos in the toilet. Oh, yeah. I I could read you like word for word at that age, the back of the Domestos bottle. Oh, hilarious. Yeah, if you think about it, because not many people go to the to bathroom without, like I will sometimes nearly wet my pants searching for my phone yeah. before I go to the bathroom. It's so bad. But, yeah, you'll just sit. Well, I guess our kids do it now. They just sit on the toilet. Like we yeah. don't even sit on the toilet without our phones. I know. It's shocking. I know. It is anyway, not good. let's get out of here for today. Um, I'm so glad that you are back, Mel, and you're looking bloody beautiful on a side note. Looking oh. glowing. For somebody who is in the midst of trauma, you're looking fantastic. And that's, at the end of the day, all that matters, oh, isn't it? Thank you. You know the way to my heart. <laughs> um, all right, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you um, can give us a rating on iTunes, that would be so great. It's unbelievably helpful that and also referring it to a mate who then they can yes. give us a rating and, you know, then the gift of this gab keeps going on. I know he doesn't want to hear this. I, I know. I know. Um, uh, anyway, thanks, dudes. We will be back next week. If you are a patron of ours, um, you do get an extra podcast. Um, every two weeks we deliver one just for our patrons. So head over to patreon.com forward slash show and tell. If you um, are able to sponsor the podcast, that's ace. You get a little bit of extra of this fabulousness. Love you guys. Love you. Bye.